the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, let's get it on. It's 10.06. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. It is Sunday, October 29th. Yep, 2023. News Talk 710. KNUS in Denver doing a simulcast in Colorado Springs on AF 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer. And if you're just now joining me... um, didn't join me yesterday, 10 to 1 in Colorado Springs, or yesterday afternoon, 3 to 5 in Denver. I have procured a contract with both markets for 2024. So uh, as we wind down the last couple months of 2023, you're not going to get rid of me that easy. I am still going to be around. Taking your calls at 303 696 1971. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for spring. I uh, uh, I looked out the window yesterday. I've looked out the window this morning. I'm looking out the window now, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm officially ready for spring. Love to hear from you. 303-696-1971. Uh, we're getting closer to election day, which of course gets your ballots in. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that if you've got any thoughts. If you can explain to me why you think it is beneficial for the voting public to give any more money to the public school system, I don't care if you're talking about 5A, 5B in Douglas County. I don't care if you're talking about Colorado Springs or Jeffco ballot initiatives. I want to know, I've got some stuff here. One headline from Fox News, teachers sound alarm on students failing to meet grade level standards. One teacher said, I've never seen anything like this. Nine states, North Carolina being the most recent, that's almost 20% of states, have now initiated school choice, vouchers. I know vouchers is kind of a pejorative, but, uh, you know, let's call it school choice. You know, don't we all like choice? We always hear about choice. Anyway, I'm just sitting here. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Of course, next Sunday, a week from today, daylight saving time goes off, spring forward, fall back. You know, when you wake up at 8 o'clock next week, it's really going to be 7 o'clock. And uh, next Sunday, we're also going to do November 5th, an event at India's Restaurant at 8921 East Hamden. We're going to do the all-you-can-eat Indian buffet for only 10 bucks. Now, a lot of us remember when the buffet was 10 bucks, but then, of course, we uh, had the shutdown. We've had horrible inflation, and it's gone to 14 15 16 $17. Well, we're going to do it for 10 bucks next Sunday, and it's on my website at MikeBoyle.com. Love to have you come out. We're going to talk a little bit about um, 
a couple of books I read. We're going to talk about the new television series I've been watching. Uh, a movie that I saw on Netflix that I thought was very good. We can talk about that. We can talk about Halloween. We can talk about uh, CU UCLA football, Air Force CSU football, whatever you want to talk about. Give me a call. 303-696-1971. I'm Mike Boyle. Let's take a break and then come back and get started here on The Restaurant Show. But I don't want All right, 13 minutes after 10 o'clock. You know, today the weather is one of those days when you're really not sure how to handle it. I'm sitting in my home studio in Castle Rock looking out the bay window, looking across the golf course. It's snowing hard. I've already been out and shoveled. But you don't know whether to shovel and then know that there's going to be more snow Or do you just wait for the snow to stop, reportedly in a few hours, and then go out and shovel? You don't know whether at three, four inches you just use the snow shovel, or do you wait for five, six inches and fire up the snowblower? Today's one of those days that just causes an awful lot of confusion. 303-696-1971. Don't forget that coming up this Tuesday is uh, fortunately this is going to move out looks like the weather's going to go back up get some of this stuff melted because tuesday is halloween um i've already picked up my halloween candy we have uh, quite a few kids come by in the neighborhood where i live not as many you know it seems like the neighborhood as it's gotten older maybe some of the uh, younger folks have drifted off but anyway 303-696-1971 oh look at this look at this We have Eric Manning on the line. Eric Manning from Pueblo, Colorado. Eric Manning, welcome to the show. Good morning, Mike, you great American. Eric, you know what I did this week? I took a Mike Boyle mini road trip, and I loaded Bailey, the Mexican street dog, in the car, And we drove down to Colorado Springs, and then we took 115 over by the Juniper Valley Ranch. We crossed Highway 50 into Florence, and we went to Husky Burger and had a delicious burger, a nice brat. Grabbed a calzone from Papa's Italian, then came back to 50 and went on into Pueblo and went south on 25 down to Central, down to Northern, got off and went to Ian's Pizza. And you know what, Eric? The lady that took care of us, Linda, grew up in that neighborhood. Her dad was the beat cop on the Pueblo Police Force um, in that neighborhood when they actually walked a beat. And since you're from that neighborhood, you probably had some interaction with that gentleman. And she went to work for the uh, Ironworks When she got laid off 46 years ago, the folks at IANS, fourth generation now, said, well, why don't you just come and work for us, and that way you can eat and pick up a few bucks. 46 years later, she's still there. I got the sausage pizza because they make their own sausage. And when I said I was sent by Eric Manning of the Manning family, she said, oh, yeah, we know the Manning family. They live right over here about two, three blocks away, something like that. So, And I bought a grinder, and uh, I brought it back, 
And, um, well, I shouldn't say I bought it. They comped it. I got a grinder. I got the pizza sauce, like you suggested, brought it home, fired it up, and enjoyed that thoroughly. What a wonderful, wonderful suggestion, Eric. Thank you so much. But I did take you up on going to Ian's Pizza. Wow. You know, Mike, your show is so fun. I mean, your show is so delightful. You make me, and I'm sure everybody else out, the two million that listen to you, you know, during the weekend, forget about their problems, because that's what you do for me. I mean, you are, you're a wonderful man. You are. You know what? You know, that's the whole idea. Listen, that's the whole idea of the show, and that's what listeners, either by listening or listening and calling in and contributing or sending emails, listen. Monday through Friday is murder and mayhem. But, you know, I remember one time an article was written about the show in the Colorado Springs newspaper. And they liked the quote. They put it in a little box. They said, look, I may not be able to fix your lousy life, but I can tell you a good place to have lunch. And, and so that's what we're trying to do here. We're not trying to cure cancer. We're just trying to have a little bit of levity, have a little bit of and, – and you say, well, Mike, levity, you're talking about voting. Yeah, that's what we do. That's not – that's something that we should be involved in. So restaurants, travel, movies, books, or whatever we feel like talking about. Eric, I will tell you this, that when you pull up to Ian's Pizza in Colorado in Pueblo, it started in 1945. The mom and dad passed it on to their son. He got married. He passed it on to their son. That generation passed it on. Fourth generation is now running the place. But I don't think since 1945, Ian's Pizza has had a coat of paint. What do you think? Well, it's it's made of brick, and you know, well, back in them days, no, there's plenty of Eric. There's plenty of wood that can be painted, folks. There are no windows, no windows, absolutely. I mean, it's a it would be a great bomb shelter. You go in, and it's got the red vinyl booths. When did red vinyl booths go out of style, Eric? 1962, maybe, something like that. I mean, but everybody was so, you could tell that everybody has worked there for years. Listeners, you're not even sure where you're supposed to go in. There are two doors. One has no glass whatsoever in the back, and it says no public restroom. It doesn't say welcome to IANS. It doesn't say come in here. It says no public restroom. Then the other side at least has a little bit of glass in the door, and that's where you go for your takeout orders. But you can go in if you want to go in to dine in there as well. I, I mean, but it was just, Eric, it was like a throwback. It was like Americana that we grew up with. You know what I mean? Just people yeah. from the neighborhood running a restaurant, knowing everybody, and just being friendly, friendly, friendly. We've got to take a break. Eric, we, we, you can hold on if you'd like, but uh, we've got to take a break, and then we'll be back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Fifteen cars. All right, 24 minutes 
after 10 o'clock on a snowy, snowy Sunday. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show every Saturday, 10 to 1 in Colorado Springs. Every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 in Denver. But today we're doing a simulcast all up and down the front range. Bailey, the Mexican street dog, and I, thank goodness I got a treadmill in the house. I just, We didn't go out much yesterday, and I don't know... I mean, he's got to go out and do his business, but I don't know that we're going to spend a whole lot of time outside. Oh, Mike, we need the moisture, the reservoirs. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada. All right, let's go back to my buddy Eric Manning, who, by the way, I have invited to co-host a show with me at somewhere down the road. Eric, was there a reason yes, you called? Was it to ask if I had been to Ian's Pizzeria? Um was it to ask me if after I left IANS I drove northern to Ortman, Orman to Lincoln? I turned east on Lincoln till it became fourth, and I went to Gray's Coors Tavern, founded in 1934. I had myself a schooner, ice cold schooner of Coors Banquet that they are known for before the drive home. I sent a picture of the bar and me enjoying myself to Pete Coors. Got a wonderful, wonderful reply from Pete. He said, my favorite restaurant and bar anywhere. And the sliders, bam. I didn't try the sliders. I I'd only had a couple lunches. Now, wait a minute. I'm getting another email here, another text message. Ask Eric about Gus's in Pueblo, if it's still there. I don't know. I'm not familiar with Gus's. Are you familiar with Gus's, Eric? Oh, my God. I used to deliver uh, food and, and um, vegetables <laughs> and, and stuff from Andrew's Produce. Yes, Gus's. Oh, my God. That was in Bojan Town. We call that Bojan Town down there on Aberando and Summit, uh, Aurora, I, I believe, Mike. It's been a while. And I don't. Boy, I don't, it was I right don't know the, the area. Obviously, I don't know, well, know the area. Well, you were real close. If you were at, when you were at Ians, my God, you were right there. You're right well. Right it, down the wait street. a minute. Wait a minute. This is, for this listener it says Gus's place is still open. At 1201 Elm Street in Pueblo. Yeah, when I when I would go there, my route, I, it was uh, Aurora. And it was close to Aberando and Elm. He's correct. All them streets right there connected, you know. All right. One after and, the other. And have you been to Gray's Coors Tavern? I don't believe so, Mike. It doesn't. I don't recollect because it might have changed names. You know. No, 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 no. It's been there since 1934, and I've been there in the past. Folks, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to impress upon listeners is that, you know, we left about nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, I beg your pardon. I had a meeting at nine o'clock in the morning in Colorado Springs. It got over maybe ten, ten thirty. Then we drove down to Florence, and then we drove over to Pueblo, and we didn't do it at breakneck speeds. We stopped and took some pictures of some fall colors along the Arkansas River, 
And we were still back here, even with a little bit of heavy traffic going through Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs is getting a little jammed up now, uh, rush hour and nine uh, on I-25. But uh, we came through at about four or so. You know, we were still back here by five o'clock, uh, cleaned up. I popped open another Coors banquet, uh, turned on. Uh, whatever that was that day, Thursday night football, and relax. I mean, these these trips are just easy to do, and they're fun, and you get to see a lot of different stuff. So anyway, Eric, we are going to get to you. Uh, matter of fact, I just wrote down your phone number because I'm going to call because a promise is a promise. Um, I promised to have Eric co-host a show with me, and he promised to bring some of his famous Eric Manning burritos, and I might have to spice them up a little bit with my Mike Boyle restaurant show signature hot sauce from Danny Cash hot sauce. Okay, buddy? You know, Mike, back to Linda. Did she tell you that? Is that the same Linda that was a Pueblo sheriff deputy? Did she mention that? No. she She's worked okay. at Diane's for 46 years. Well, it was a different Linda then, because I used to hang around with her brother, Eddie Lucero, my best buddy. Because, well, yeah, you know, everybody's related she, there, she even was, if you're black, was, white, or brown. <laughs> yeah, well, know? and I was going to, and she's white. Um, I, she's, she wouldn't she wouldn't be a Lucero unless it was by marriage. So, ah, uh, okay. But, yeah. uh, no, she... And you know she, what, Mike? What? Um, when, when we were going to Iads... You know, walking down, I lived a block and a half away on uh, on Spruce Street. And you're on Northern, Spruce is right there on the corner. Okay. And we had to dodge this big German Shepherd. We challenged it. His name was King. The Romans owned him. And we challenged to go get that pizza. <laughs> that pizza is so good, Mike. I'm just so blessed that you're You know what? It really was. I don't get into best. I don't get into favorites. But I'll tell you what. When well, she yeah. made it for me, I'd already had lunch in Florence. But so now it's about two o'clock, maybe two thirty, and but I said I'm not going to take this pizza home and reheat it. That's always a test for a pizza, whether or not it reheats well. Not just microwave. I'm talking about reheating. But when she made me that personal pizza, I said I'm going to eat it, and I ate it. It came, you know, it was a personal <laughs> size pizza with four quarters, and I ate one, and it was outstanding. Standing. It came out so fresh and hot, homemade sausage, melted cheese. It was just really, really good. Eric, do you think we should give any more money to the public school system anywhere? Uh, not until they teach our kids uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic, civics, plain and Amen. simple, Mike. Amen. Yes. God bless you, Eric. 303-696-1971. Listen to this. Teachers sound alarm on students failing to meet grade level standards. Never seen anything like this. Teachers across the United States are sounding the alarm over the current state of American education and claiming that students are being pushed to the next grade level without meeting academic standards. That's called social progression, folks. Uh, now, uh, teacher named Marcus Bryant uh, said that he's been teaching for three years in Atlanta, Georgia, and questioned why nobody around him was worried about kids falling behind in school. We all know that the world is behind, but some of it's because of the pandemic, but I don't know why we're not stressing how bad it really is. I teach seventh grade, 
and they're still performing on a fourth grade level. Many students in Brian's class, he said, are well behind where they should be. I guess they are if they're in seventh grade and they're at fourth grade level. They cannot do basic computations such as adding, subtracting, multiplying, and dividing. 13-year-olds lack basic skills in reading, math, as standardized test scores reach lowest level in years. He said they don't know what ascend means to they don't know that ascend means to go up, descend means to go down. They don't know that quotient means divide. They don't know evaluate the expression because they solved just the problem. Following the pandemic, math scores saw the largest decreases ever, while reading scores dropped to levels not seen since 1992 for fourth and eighth graders across the country. I know what some of you are saying. Well, not in my school district. You know what? It is a nationwide problem. Average math scores for fourth grade students fell five points in three years from 2019 to 2022. The score for eighth graders dropped eight points. Reading scores for both grades fell three points since 2019. And listen to this. I'm not going to read you the whole article. One teacher in Enfield, Connecticut, by the way, Enfield, Connecticut, that was where my grandfather was born back in the mid-1800s, a long time ago. It feels like such a relief that a teacher is actually speaking about it in a public forum and probably being ostracized at the school where they teach, where he teaches. Listen to this. In San Diego, California, middle school teacher Sarah Cimarroni suggested that some of the issues with students' education stem from parents' indifference. Working two jobs, living in a house you can't afford, maybe your house poor, credit cards are maxed out. But you know what? We're going to turn those kids over to the school system, and we're just going to operate on the assumption that everything is just fine. So anyway... Here's another headline. Student scores on ACT lowest in 30 years, throwing that they're not prepared for college, but they want you to vote yes in Douglas County on 5A and 5B. And we see all the soccer moms driving around with their minivans and the uh, little painted uh, back windows. Vote yes, vote yes. No, vote no. Because, and, and you know what? Listen to this. I thought about this. If I'm on a rant, now I got to take a break. You save the Tabor money, you vote no on HH, you get 800. Well, I'll figure this, I'll finish this when we come back. 303-696-1971. All right, 1038. Not sure why uh, we have City of New Orleans twice for our bumper music, but uh, that's okay. It's a good song, and we don't mind listening. You know what? We all have some favorite songs that we just listen to over and over. Talking about a road trip, yeah, Gus's place at 1201 Elm Street in Pueblo. I just might head down there and uh, check it out. The food looks pretty darn good. Um, they've got a little uh, They've got a little thing about uh, seven rules for life on their website let it go ignore them give it time don't compare stay calm it's on you and smile all right i think we could all settle for that 303-696-1971 303-696-1971 
1971. Um, I just think it's important that uh, even though we're a restaurant, travel, movies, books, sports show, that we talk a little bit about some of this stuff. For the Douglas County School Board, for you folks living in Douglas County, I voted for Andy Jones in District 8. I voted for David DiCarlo in District C. David DiCarlo is actually a candidate who is advocating a no vote on 5A and 5B. Uh, and in District F, I voted for Maria Sumnich, and I wish all three of them well. Um, Broncos play today at 2.30. <laughs> Aren't you thrilled that you don't have tickets? You know what? You may not be lounging around the pool at your second home in La Quinta, California, just south of Palm Springs, like some people I know and some listeners who listen on iHeartRadio. But at least we're in our homes nice and warm, and we're not going to have to bundle up in about 15 layers to go to the Bronco game. I'm not going. You know why I'm not going? I'm not going because Taylor Swift announced that she is not going to be there to watch her present paramour, Travis Kelsey, uh, play for the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you like? Do you, who do you like today? I mean. Do the Broncos even have a whisper? Well, Mike, they played them pretty close uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, pretty close is still a loss. Uh, We'll see what happens. Did you watch the CU game yesterday? You know, I really like what Deion Sanders has brought to the CU program. You know, they showed a graphic in the game last night that of the – 11 starting offensive players and 11 starting defensive players. One was from last year's squad that went 1-11. He brought in 85, 86 transfers. And I think when they beat TCU, who played in last year's championship game, all right, I think we might have gotten a little bit euphoric. Uh, then they beat Nebraska. Nebraska hasn't been anything for a while, and under this coach that they have, they're probably not going to be anything for a while. And then they beat CSU, which, you know, is struggling to get its footing. So they're 3-0, and and everybody thought, whoa, here we go, college championship series. Well, then they played Oregon, rated number eight, got thumped. Then they played USC, which has not played nearly as well over the last few weeks, and got beat. And then they lost unexpectedly to Stanford. They should have won that game. They should have been four and uh, – they should have been – what is their record? Four and four. They should have been five and three going into yesterday – but uh, anyway, then they play UCLA, which is ranked. They got Arizona, they got Utah, Washington State. They're all ranked. They're gonna they're gonna have some problems. But at least he's brought some vitality and some energy to the CU football program. He's brought an economic impact to the Boulder area. So I think that's kind of fun. Air Force yesterday beat CSU 30 to 13. They are undefeated at 8 and 0, and have won. 13 consecutive games. Um, Baseball, World Series, Texas Rangers have won one game. Arizona's won one game. By the way, you know, we always like to talk about salaries. The Rangers have the fourth highest payroll in baseball. 
Yeah, well, they ought to be in the World Series. Arizona has the 21st highest payroll and is actually considerably lower than our Colorado Rockies. So it's not just what you're spending the money on. It is how you are spending that money. 303-696-1971. I also found an article about how Colorado ranks among the most Taylor Swift-obsessed states. And believe it or not, they actually there actually is a way that they measure this. They, 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 by Google searches, um, let me see if I can find that. Anyway, Google searches, we are number 19. Florida's number one, then it goes through obviously a number of states. We are the 19th most obsessed with Taylor Swift state in the union. There were yearly searches, 1,667,000 Taylor Swift searches. That works out to 2,855 per 10,000 people. If you go to Florida, that's number one. We're at 2,855 per 10,000. <laughs> Florida is at 81,910 per 10,000. All right, 303-696-1971. I found an article that said where Taylor Swift and Tell, uh, Travis Kelsey should eat while in Denver. Folks, he flew in yesterday on the team plane, would be my guess. Uh, probably had a light work walk through yesterday. Some team meetings probably didn't have a Saturday night, even if Taylor had joined him, that he would be available for dinner. Maybe after? No, they're going to go straight to the airport. They're going to get on a plane and leave. But some of the places are uh, kind of neat. Are you ready for some football? If you're like this little fan, this is the person that wrote the article, you might be excited to see your favorite player, Taylor Swift, in Denver this weekend. Obviously, she's not a player, but the article's cute. Here are 10 places where we think they should hit in Denver while here. Don's Club Tavern. I have not heard of Doug Don's Club Tavern, but apparently Chief's Loyalist rocked the yellow and red every Sunday at Don's Club Tavern. So if you are a Chiefs fan, um, that might be some place that you want to head over to today. You know, maybe get yourself, have yourself a nice little t- fun time. Let me just look it up here just for fun. Don's Club Tavern. It is at 723 6th Street. Okay, cute little place. Um, on 6th, so uh, that might be where you want to go today to listen. You might want to go to Ragin' Hog Barbecue, all right? Anyone craving a taste of Kansas City barbecue should stop by Ragin' Hog Barbecue in Denver's Berkeley neighborhood. Berkeley neighborhood is up around uh, that 38th and uh, West 38th. 
Uh, remember, we did an ice cream show up there at uh, Rosie's Ice Cream. You've got the Post up there for barbecue. I mean, they've got some nice places up there. It's a fun neighborhood, a place you can park and walk around and uh, really enjoy it. Anyway, the reporter says it reminded her of Joe's Kansas City Barbecue with coleslaw so good you could practically drink it. Maybe they should stop by the Post Chicken and Beer. Uh, We know that Taylor Swift is a fan of chicken tenders, and one of the best places in Denver to find them with the House Ranch is the Post Chicken and Beer. The restaurant also makes its own beer, so the singer could cash in on another Denver delicacy all in one trip. There's a Post on South Broadway also, just a little bit south of Joyce's Famous Pizza. Um, El Taco de Mexico, 40 years they've been around. Um, they've even earned a James Beard Classic Award in, 19, in 2022. Um, this, <laughs> how about stopping off at Casa Bonita? All right. We all know about the invite-only nonsense, okay, but... Uh, Figured that they could probably, you know. Do you think? Do you think that if Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift showed up at Casa Bonita, there's probably some bird brain working the door that would say, "Well, you don't have a reservation. You don't have an invitation." You know what? I remember when I had the hatch cover in Cherry Creek back in about 1980. And we were just busy, busy. This was the two martini for lunch crowd. Remember remember those days, the good old days when there were no laws? Anyway, um, so we were always on a 30-minute wait or so, and it didn't matter. People just went to the bar and had another martini. And um, I had a young lady at the door who was pretty good, but Mickey Mantle walked in. And... Um, she said, well, sir, we're on a 30-minute wait. And I was just walking up to the front, and I said, not for him. That's Mickey Mantle. Mick, give me about one minute. We'll get you a drink, and we'll get you in. Because I think that they would probably figure out a way to get Travis and Taylor into Casa Bonita. I've never heard of this place, Death and Company. Multiple T-Swift songs mention drinking whiskey and whiskey cocktails which has led some to speculate that it's her favorite spirit. Denver's Death & Company Cocktail Bar knows how to mix them and is listed in the list of America's top 50 bars. Let's take a break. Give me a call. I'm Mike Boyle. This is The Restaurant Show. All right, folks, we are back on the Mike Paul Restaurant Show, 1054. You know, I was uh, just looking at these restaurants that Taylor Swift might want to stop by. Did you? Here's one, Denver Cat Company. It's not a restaurant. Fun fact, Swift is a cat person and mom to three cats named Meredith Gray, Olivia Benson, and Benjamin Button. She'll likely be missing her fur babies, which is why she should stop by the Denver Cat Company on Tennyson Street. Tennyson Street, it might be up there in the Berkeley District. I looked it up. <laughs> you go in and you play with cats and you can adopt them and so forth. Who, I mean, who know, who would have thunk that you could make a business out of something like that? For breakfast, uh, apparently Kelsey's pregame meal is French toast and strawberries. 
I wonder if on game day he eats French toast and strawberries. Anyway, uh, this writer suggested maybe stopping by Snooze. You know, I was just trying to get a little information off the air. Maybe somebody can give me a call. Uh, you can either send me a text or you can send me an email or you can call me. You can go on the air or not. I was ranting and raving about sending your kid to private schools. Um, these articles go on to say that Catholic schools – did not suffer, have not suffered the precipitous drop in student achievement since the shutdown. And um, my daughter did K through 12, 13 years of Catholic education. We're not Catholics. Uh, she was baptized in the Episcopal Church. She went to preschool at a Presbyterian um, preschool. Uh, then she went to Catholic school for 13 years, kind of an ecumenical kid. And um, Anyway, um, some people have said, well, it's expensive. You know, I was thinking about this. If you get your Tabor refund, you know, I think I got, what, $750, $800 as an individual, a single filer. If you are a two-working husband and wife family, do you get more than that? Does anybody, can somebody tell me how that works? Do you get two times 800 or do you get... 800 plus maybe 200 get a thousand something like that i'm you know i'm just asking if you don't want to share your name if you don't want to share the specifics just send me an email at mike at mikeboyle.com but my point is this that let's just say as a married couple you get a thousand bucks okay maybe it's 800 maybe it's a thousand the two school bond issues in douglas county they say will only cost you about 12 dollars a month all right, that's 150 a year for each. So now we're somewhere around $1,200. You know what? There's plenty of private schools that you can get into for $1,200 or maybe slightly more. When my daughter was at St. Mary's Academy, they pride themselves, they did then, I can't speak to today, in having 20% scholarships based on academic achievement potential and, I suppose, your uh, economic circumstances. So that means that whatever we were paying for tuition, 20% of that was going to support other students that were on scholarship. And we were always, I, I don't know of a parent that wasn't fine with that. You know what, you're helping your kid, but you're helping some other kid as well. So <clears throat> my point is, is that, there are plenty of alternatives to just parking your kid in a public school because you both have to work, because you need the money, because you got the credit cards maxed out. My advice would be figure out a way. Well, our kid goes to charter school. Ah, yeah, charter school. Remember this circumstance with that Vanguard school in Colorado Springs? Vanguard school, the one that... Uh, Booted that kid out, Jaden Rodriguez, because he had a don't tread on me patch on his backpack. He's 12 years old because the teacher didn't feel safe. You know what? If you want your kid to be safe, take away their driver's license. Look at the teen deaths and 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 just think about that i i just think that the, I, I think that this election every election is important but it feels to me like this one is just maybe a little bit more so than most all right I've, i haven't talked about giving anything away today i've got a couple of uh jersey mics i've got uh 
I've got Black Eyed Pea. I've even got a Trestle's gift certificate, so maybe we'll do some giveaways in the next hour. But give me a call. You can talk about whatever you want. Have you seen Bosch Legacy, the new second season of the television series? Yep, six episodes are out. I've watched all six. Have you seen the movie The Burial? Is it The Burial? I think it's just Burial with Jamie Foxx and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Really, I, I enjoyed it. It's on Netflix. Anyway, let's take a break and come back. We've got another hour of the restaurant show on a cold, cold Sunday here in October. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the restaurant show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 